Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Rock Lobster. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. He knows that song. He knows a lot of songs. Why well, look them all up? I look them all up after you guys talk about them. I thought it was Darius Rucker the whole time. Getting on to the land of the pines. I'm coming my way to North Carolina. Staring up the road and I pray to God I see it lies. It you know, did no. you know that that was originally like a a bit of, like a Bob Dylan throwaway? Yes, it was. And then they oh, finished really? the song. Bob Dylan started it. I think they ended up finishing yeah. the song, and then Darius Rucker took it to new heights. Yes, he really did to the point where now I'm not a, a huge country fan, but I thought it was his song. I didn't know any better. I didn't know that Old Country Diggum Bones or whoever you guys <laughs> made the song. Old thing. Country Diggum Bones at Canterbury Park. <laughs> I thought that was the August horse I was 2nd. betting on. Oh, guys. Hey, uh, TV Talk, Conan is down to, I think, eight more shows on TBS. Okay. Wow. So he's having some of his favorite people on. And Martin Short was on yesterday. Yesterday was Tuesday, right? Yep. Uh, he came Martin out. Short. Yeah, he just uh, decided to roast Conan in typical Martin Short fashion. My goodness, Conan, I have not seen you since the Capitol riots. <laughs> you look fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Martin. It's yeah. very nice. You, you, you look like some freeze-dried Prince Harry. <laughs> no, you look, you look great. Those freckles are benign, right? Yes, mm-hmm. those freckles are benign. No, you're pale. You are pale. <laughs> You look like if you bleached bleach. (laughs) No, you look fantastic. Thank you you so much. And I'm excited to be here at eight more shows. Eight more. This is the you know. And who's your final guest? I'm assuming it's Jay Leno. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? What did I do? I've done something wrong. I'm gonna be upset. (laughs) Oh, that hurts. Oh God. I gotta tell you. I mean, really, I always say Will Ferrell. I don't know if anyone makes me laugh more consistently than Martin Short does on a late night show. He, he's, he, he's even he's like super cheesy, but it and works. it works. It, it works. works so well. He he said that he used to uh, write Steve Martin, 
and they would write back and forth, call back and forth, when they knew that they had an appearance coming up on Letterman three months down the line. And they would already be writing one-liners, asides, jokes that they could work in, and they would be ping-ponging them off of one another. And it really showed, because by the time they came out, and their theory was this, the more we plan going into it, the more free we can be in the moment because right. we know we have this safety net that's there and yep. it actually allows them to be spontaneous. Just like us, Steve. Just like but us, But completely different. You said it, sister. Yep, the exact opposite, in fact. Boy, I could listen to that over and over. I mean, that is so funny. Uh, well, that's you'll like great. this then. So mm. Martin Short wrote and sang a special goodbye song for Conan, Yes, but there was only one problem with the song. Here, give it oh. a listen. There's only you, no one else can ever do just what you do. If we could only have an hour more or two, you're the best at what you do. Who else can we turn to? It breaks my heart to have to say adieu. Marty, you... yes. What what's wrong? You don't like the song that I wrote for you? We happen to have this. Can you play a clip from David Letterman's last show? <laughs> You're the best at what you do. <laughs> Who else can we turn to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun. Oh, that's really Every time that Letterman would ask him to sing to. Uh, he would say, well, Marty, since you're here, it'd be great if we could have a song. And he would always do the, oh, well, if only I had. And then he would pull a microphone out of the sleeve <laughs> of his suit jacket. You know, Rocco's kind of like our Martin Short in that way. He'll sing us off someday. You and I are going to get fired at some point. <laughs> and he could sing us off. It'd I'll be great. Just lay down a guitar track and I'll do the rest. Oh, man. Here are some of uh, Conan's last guests, okay? Who, uh, yeah, I wonder who's very last guest I is. have that information. Mm. Uh, let's see. Who do we have? J.B. Smoove is on tonight. So funny. Uh, Mila Kunis is on tomorrow. Bill Hader on Monday. Dana Carvey on June 23rd. Great. And then the final guest will be Jack Black. It'll be an hour-long finale that will air at 9. Did I say Patton Oswald? You didn't. Uh, June 14. Oh, that already happened. That's why I didn't say it. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. By the way, I think he's coming. Patton Oswald. He feel is. Like he's he is coming, coming to Mystic Lake, I believe. He's very good. Very I saw funny. him the last time he was in town. He was really good. Is he kind of clean? Yes. I don't remember him being super dirty. Maybe more like a PG-13. You know, because some of these guys... You can go, and you're used to... I remember there was a comedian from um, Last Comic Standing, Rodman. Do you remember Rodman from a few years ago? Nope. He was so stinking funny on Last Comic Standing. And then um, I think I think it was one of my siblings, that probably Josh, who went to see him. And his material was totally different than a late-night appearance oh, that no. you would see him on or something like that. Which is is fine. Look, a comedian gets to decide what kind of jokes they want to go for, what kind of laughs they want to go for, but it can really, I think, shock and make some portion of the audience uncomfortable because they're used to their appearance on broadcast television. What's the guy's name from Funniest Home Videos who did the... Bob Saget, the aristocrat. I mean, here he is doing this family show. Yeah. But in concert, 
Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Ah, Joey Lawrence. Whoa. For those of you playing Donna and Steve, bingo. You just won yourself a dinner. Oh, man. What a journey. Hey, you know, it just occurred to me, 11-11 takes place on your show. Yes. Do you know that we used to make a wish? seconds away. Did you know that that was a thing? I did it, but I just looked at the clock and I was like, Every day on our show, I would say 11-11 make a wish. Nice. Because, oh, Rocco, I'll have to fill you in on my story about 11. She thinks it's following her. It started following me. Oh, really? Like, every time I'd look up, it would be like, exit 11 on the highway. And then I'd be watching something on TV, and 11 would come up. Or I'd look at the treadmill, and I'd have, like, 11 seconds left of something. And then I started doing some research into it and found out, you know, that it's got, like, spiritual Mm. context. And then... On, on our show, on. 11, 11. it's eleven eleven. Make a wish. I used to have a little sound that went. Bling. Let's do it. Let's keep, um, bring it back. We'll bring it back. It used to annoy Steve, I think, though. Okay. It didn't annoy me at all. What are you right, talking whatever. about? It's eleven eleven eleven, right there. Oh yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, triple yep. bang. So then I go. Uh, we hear about this new show called Stranger Things, and okay. I get oh. assigned to watch it. So I'm watching this show, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" They show a tattoo on the kid's arm. It says eleven. Turns out the main character's name is Eleven. Like, what are the chances of that? Eleven was having its moment. It was one of our first shows together. I reached my arms up to stretch, and she was like, Elevens, you're doing Eleven with your arms. (laughs) I was like, "Ah, I'm going to go into the other studio. Hey, when we come back, we got to go. We'll get into a couple of studies. I'm about to reveal uh, the findings of a study that will make some of you listening really happy. Some of you really, really bummed out, and it all has to do with your age and when your best years are. It's next. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex, and you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. And now the study on age. Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey Steve. Oh, hey, what's up, Donna? It's good to hear you. Thanks a lot. How are you feeling today? I'm blobby. Okay. You? Uh, Did you hear I made a promo out of the blob? <laughs> I mean, story? No. Okay, yeah, it's good. I think every time I say something mean, I'm just going to blame it on the blob. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm just going to be like, it wasn't me speaking; it was the blob. Maybe we'll just have to play the promo after this, uh, okay, this study, just to yes. just to wet our whistle. 
There was a study asking which age range represents the best years of your life. Okay? Okay. Donna, I will ask you, a woman of the perfect age, what would you say? (laughs) As you look around you today, as you look back on your life, what would you say which decade of your life represents the best years of your life? (sighs) I would say 40s. 40s 40s. were really good. 15% of those said their 40s. That came in third. Mm. The biggest group, 24%, said... 30s. 30s. Yeah, 30s are great. 30s are... uh, Listen, you're looking at them. What do you want me to do? (laughs) 37. All right? Yeah. I'm 37 and I... I, yeah, I guess seven years ago, I'm thinking back to my kids, right? They were three, one, nothing and nothing. It's an interesting time. 30s are kind of fun. They're they're transitional usually. You're really getting your feet under you professionally for many normal folks. I mean, like, you know, there are some people who just hit the ground running and they're crushing it right out of college. But I think for a lot of us, it takes a little while to kind of figure out which direction we really want to go in, what lane we really want to set up shop in. The 20s are a little in a little bit of an itchy an itchy decade. Although that came in second place, 21% said that their 20s represent the best years of their life. Hmm. What would you say, Rocco, so far? You know, I, 30s were good. I'll I'll throw in a I'll throw in a vote for what about uh, 10 to 20. I had a pretty fun uh, high uh, school day. I don't want to say I'm a guy who peaked in high school, but I had a lot of fun and success in high school and that was a lot ah. of fun. Six percent said under twenty. Yeah, yeah, six percent. Wow. Two percent said their seventies. Only one percent said their eighties. Nine percent coming in in fourth place in this list said that the best years of their life are their fifties. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that the best years are still to come. Like retirement sounds great. And seeing the world and doing fun things. You think you'll travel internationally in retirement? I hope so. Why? <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> I see you as a really nervous international traveler. I see you really checking for your passport a lot. <laughs> Us missing a boat or a ferry at some point because you're checking for no, it. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it. really love fun. It. Um, I love it, I love it, I love it. You know, there's that John Mayer song, Guitar, and he said, it's Stop This Train, and it's all about getting older. And there's a line, rather poetic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Medically, where he says, I play the numbers game to find a way to say my life has just begun. And isn't that what we all yes. do, right? Yes. We all, no matter our age, try to... Think of it as like, okay, although it sounds like people are giving up on that concept in their 80s with only 1% of people say, you know, maybe then you develop an appreciation though. I don't know. You want to know, did I tell you this the other day? Did I tell you this? I didn't tell you. I told you this. Okay. About my friend who I said, oh, I don't want to clean up the mess when the kids leave. And then my buddy who's also a dad texted and said, when the mess leaves, the magic leaves with it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that makes my chest feel tight. But just think of all the alone time you'll have with your lady. Ow. In your 80s. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, man. And I hear people continue to... uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Steve, you're gonna have a kid in the house till you're like 56, 57, maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess Dev would be, Dev would 55. be 18 when I'm like 45. That's kind of where Excuse I'm at me, too. 55. Yeah, 55. 55. Yeah, yeah. And he's not gonna leave for another three years. I had a that. kid like at 39, 40, so I'll be yikes. Oh yeah. 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 My back already hurts. Yep. I uh, hear ya. Yeah. Why don't we um. Speaking of our bodies, why don't we listen to? Can we listen to the Blob yeah, promo? Yeah, it's pretty good. Right now, this is if you <laughs> missed this, uh, this is some of Donna's best work. <laughs> Have you heard Donna and Steve lately? Check out this highlight. And like one day, my stomach on the bottom of my stomach, it just blobbed out. Yeah. It just um, blobbed. And I'm like, where did this blob come from? And then I started thinking that I have some terrible disease and I better okay. go oh, yeah, get it checked out. And then because I'm in denial about where I am in life. I have issues. <laughs> How many meals could you make without a recipe? Um, I can make turkey yum yum, which is my uh, turkey chili. This might We're... explain the blob. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? Yeah, yeah, I just uh... made myself completely vulnerable to you guys talking about my postmenopausal. What did you get diagnosed with, Donna? Yum yum. Yum yum tum tum. Oh, you got the yum yum tum tum? I thought it was cancer, but it was yum yum tum tum. Donna and Steve. <laughs> oh, God. This show's funny. Nobody is safe. You keep us young. <laughs> you keep us young. No, you're doing fine. You're doing great. Thanks, Steve. Oh, by the way, during the commercial break, you know, I'm playing this wagon wheel. You guys got me all hooked on that. So I'm playing the guitar, don't hear anything, and then I feel a hand on my elbow. Oh, and no. I'm in a room with a closed door. Ew. It was my six-year-old who had just sneaked in just to say hello. Oh, that's and they always sweet. Have, it is sweet, but I wish it didn't come cloaked as an apparition each time. <laughs> like when they asked to get in bed in the middle of the night, I wish I wish they would at least fold their arms. Would it kill you to fold your arms so that you don't with... look like you're possessed? What are they standing with their arms straight down on their sides and just staring? Dad. <laughs> Ew. Dad. And they the butt. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, go away. <laughs> My brother, Scooty, the real bro, he came in once when he was staying at our house because the the smoke alarm was chirping down in the guest room in the basement. This is at our last place. Mm-hmm. And so he came up to ask where we kept our batteries, but it was like the middle of the night. Ew. And so he came in. I have had some moments where in the middle of the night, if I hear something, I like run out of the room to go check. 
And so he came in, and I remember it was almost like a crouch. And he was like, Steve, Steve, it's Scooty. It's Scooty. Hey, it's Scooty. Steve, it's Scooty. Which is better. No, that's better than, where are your batteries? Yeah, I suppose. Couldn't you just undo it and right. go back to bed? Oh, you know it always keeps <laughs> chirping. It doesn't matter. I know. Those I things are possessed. Thing. But if I you know. do, Rocco's right. The, no, by the way, nobody would tell you, like, the fire marshals would not tell you to do this. But, yeah, you could just take the whole battery out, I think, and shut the darn thing up. I, think. I have, like, two of them just hanging out in my laundry room on the counter. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I can't take it. Any hoozle, um, shall we mention listener rewards? Oh, yeah, we've got some really good stuff going on with our listener rewards here in the month of June. You can enter to win gift cards to Northern Fire Grilling and Barbecue Supply. Love that place. REI, Caribou Coffee, and more, plus a Sun Country Flight voucher on our brand new app. So get registered for rewards if you're not already. You can listen on the stream or on the app or, heck, on your radio. Uh, You can do that as well. But don't forget, that's where you can go to enter to win. See everything up for grabs and listen to rewards on the app or mytalk1071.com. Time to play a game. The game is the Millennial X Games. It is me versus Donna. We need two people to call, a Millennial and a Gen Xer. If you identify as such, call us now. 651-641-1071. Coming right back. You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Generation X versus... Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host. Rocco, I forgot to change it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All right. Go grab the phone. Rocco's going to grab the phone. Steve, you and I uh, will uh, talk it out. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling really good because the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, you have seized control of that. But I believe that I still maintain control by a couple of victories, at least here in the Millennial X Games. So I'm feeling pretty good. I think that things are moving in the right direction for me. Uh, okay. For you, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, the the Gen Xer is David. He says he's Steve's brother-in-law. Is that going to be a problem? Oh, Dave. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, so no, no, you no, two are teaming be, up? He gets no. to be mine. Yes, this is fair. This sure. is legal. He probably just can't win a prize. That's uh, what he said. Yeah, I can punch him up. This is, uh, this. well, I'll let him introduce himself. This is Dave Castillo. Dave, say hello to the Twin Cities. Hello, Twin Cities. Come now, on, Dave. Zip it, Donna. Here's what you should know about Dave. During virtually every game for about the first year of the show, he would text me every day during the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and he would tell me the answers. And I would say, I don't want the answers, so I would never look at them, never got any advantage from them, Mm -hmm. but he just kept sending them. But he is a real trivia buff, a bunch of useless info rattling around in his shiny bald head. This is true. And I'm still (laughs) salty about the question that we missed, because the one time I did come on the show, we lost. Oh my gosh! So this is this is a sequel. This is a just justice must happen, and it must happen at the hands of us and Donna Valentine. Donna's helper is who, Rocco? Uh, so I'll put uh, Dave back on hold. We're gonna bring on Tay. Hey, Tay. Hey. hey. Hi, Tay. Hello. Hi. Sorry Hi. to hear you. Hey, can Tay. I ask how old you are? Wow. Twenty-nine. 
Okay, perfect. That's this is great. Spot. Sweet. Thank spot. you. All right, All right let's I'll put try to win this hold, and um, the 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 person who's going to win is going to get a my talk hat. Okay. And the only option there is for Tay. Yeah, Dave, I'll give you one of my old Project Down and Dirty shirts. Uh, Dave probably could use a hat. Hey, Donna! <laughs> what? Don't hair shame him. I'm not. I love his head. It's lovely. All right, what's um, the score? Who goes first? Come on. I don't have any idea what the score it's, is. I'm new here. I think... Let's just start over. That's a good idea. The Rocco era. All right. It's a new era. It's 0-0, zero, 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 zero. and I'm going to have... Uh, I'm going to have Donna go first. Ladies first. Okay. All right. You ready to... Uh, let me uh, let me pull that up there. Yeah, okay, you ready to spin the wheel? Here I go. Okay, Donna. Okay, movies. Um, in 2003, Roger Ebert called this movie the best film of the year. It starred Charlize Theron as a prostitute executed for the murder of seven men. Mm-hmm. It had a one-word title. <laughs> Do I get any music? Uh, I don't know. What do you want? Oh, man. It had a one-word title. Yeah, Name it's it. Monster Final. Yeah, Monster. <laughs> okay. So you're pretty good at this. Thanks. Was I this, supposed to play like um like music underneath? Yeah, we music? there's some millionaire the, music that we oh, pull in, but, right, but we also know. choose not to tell you any of this stuff That's until right. we're on the air. Yeah, so. it's more fun um, like that. I think I go to hear games. games uh, and Donna's the more tenured host, just from a career perspective. It says, so it's her fault. Mill X Game Bed, yeah, yeah, baby, Ooh, creates tension. Yeah, okay, we'll all right, cool. Okay, right. so now we go to Steve. Um, uh, yeah, go. You ready? Music. Nice. All right. A lot of band names throughout history. Should I play the music now or after? Yeah, now. Okay, here we go. A lot of band names throughout history have been named Blank and the Blanks. One such band like that was fronted by Bruce Hornsby. And he had top five hits with the songs Mandolin Rain, Valley Road, and The Way It Is. Can you name Bruce Hornsby's band? That's just the way it is. And then, oh, uh, Mandolin Rain, what a good song. No Googling, Dave. All right, crap. Bruce and the Brucettes. Oh, I Bruce know and it. the Hornsby's. Oh, crap. All right, well, Bruce and the Vine. Oh, dang it. <laughs> All right, I gotta burn it here. Okay, I'll burn I gotta it go to my lifeline, my brother-in-law, Dave. Dave, this cannot be a blind spot for you, man. Bruce Hornsby. It's, who? Bruce and who? It's not a blind spot. It's Bruce Hornsby and the Range. Final rocket. Well, yeah. Wow. That was like 18 months in the making, Dave. Did that feel like vindif- yeah. vindication in your soul? A little bit. Tell Donna it came from my bald head. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, Donna, you've hurt the man. All right, stay on hold, Dave, just to see if you've won nothing. I like a bald head. Yeah. I didn't mean anything This is it. what they all say. This is always, everyone who makes fun of a bald guy, this is always their Listen, second line. Bald guys are great. I love a bald guy. <laughs> I love a nice head. All right. Let's I'm uh, so spin. I'll put him on hold. Okay, so... Um, one to yeah, one. You should totally spin. <laughs> and it's <goes> <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. All right. Donna. What? Oh, here, I got to hit Stand the music, by, Tay. Right? What infamous turn of the century music festival was once described by MTV's Kurt Loder thusly? 
quote, It was dangerous to be around. The whole scene was scary. There were just waves of hatred bouncing around the place. It was clear we had to get out of there. Wow. So this means like in 2000? Um, we're going to call it a turn-of-the-century music festival. Turn-of-the-century music festival. Well, I don't know. It could be Lilith Fair, but I doubt a bunch of ladies are going to be... Uh, it could be... The Renaissance Festival, maybe? <laughs> we Fest? Uh, <laughs> the, the one in Cali. The, the, the thingy thing. I'm going to go to Tay. I don't want to. Tay, I Tay. don't want to. I don't want to do it. Tay, can you name this infamous turn-of-the-century music festival that MTV's Kurt Loder said there was hatred bouncing around the place? It was clear we had to get out of there. Uh, the only things I can think of are Burning Man or Coachella. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Which one do you think? Um. Pick one. uh, I'm going to say Burning Man. Burning Man final. Oh, no. It was a good guess. Do you um, remember uh, it closed with Limp Biscuit uh, and their fans tearing up the place? Ozfest. And, and there was uh, rioting and a sexual assault, and it was ugly. Oh, my gosh. Do you what, remember it, Steve? Oh I don't. I feel like I'm so close to it. Woodstock 99. Oh. My first thought was Woodstock, and I thought, no. Yeah, I was doing some reading about it, and I was going to play some Limp Biscuit, but there was a lot of uh, bad words in it. But yeah, they played one night, and it was awful, and then the next night... um, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers closed, and they had handed out candles as for a good thing, and then people started things on fire. Oh, wow. Go ahead, Donna. He said yeah. Chili Peppers do it. Give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks anyway, Tay. Uh, Stand Tay, by. Okay. Tay Donna. was fun, but now we're moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve, you ready to do this? I'm ready, man. Okay. Go. Movies. All right, Steve. In what? 1982 movie did Sean Penn's character Jeff Spicoli order a pizza to his history class taught by Mr. Hand. Fast Times at Ridgemont High Final. Yes. Yes. I wasn't totally convinced of that and so I needed to I needed to get it out of my belly. I even have a clip of it. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the boy do you think you are doing? Learning about Cuba. Having some food. Mr. Spicoli, you're on dangerous ground here. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. You know, I've been thinking about this, Mr. Han. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) You got it. All right, so now we're going back to Donna for her final. It's two to one, Donna. You need this. Here we go. Three, two, one. Lifestyle. It is. Wow. 1996's N64 and 2001's GameCube were both video game systems made by what electronics company? Really, Rocco? I know. 1996's no, Donna, N64 think. and 2001's GameCube. All right, all right, GameCube. all right. I'm going to think it out. Okay, so there's Nintendo, there's Atari, there's PlayStation. 96? PlayStation? No. Could it be PlayStation? PS? PS2? Oh, she's given the different models. Now. N64. Nint- I would think Nintendo for the N. 
Nintendo final. Yes. Wow. Yes. What? Steve, for the win here, you know, I did have a, a Martin Short question written, and then after I heard you just uh, espouse your love for him, oh, I thought I, I might have to um, to turn it off. Oh, I mean, I mean, you need to spin the wheel first. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's see where it lands. <laughs> Headlines. Television. Television. Yes. Uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie were two beer-swilling Canadian talk show hosts big in the 80s. They were on the Canadian sketch comedy show SCTV. And had their own movie, Strange Brew. Can you name either of the actors who played Bob and Doug McKenzie? All I need to name is one. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go. All right. So he was in this with John Candy was in SCTV. Eugene Levy is who I think I'm going to go with. Um, I don't remember if Martin Short was in this or not. I'm going to go Dave... Dave Thomas, I think, was part of their crew, too. Let's go Eugene Levy, final answer. You oh. did say one of them. Dave Thomas? You did, yeah. I thought that Duh. was the harder of the two. Dang the other it. one was Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. oh, crap. Now we go to a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Oh, no. Let's do it quick. I'm, I'm glad I did this. How many bands played at Woodstock 99 over the course of its three days? Donna, you want to take a crack at this? Um. Yeah. We'll do Price is Right rules, always in effect, Rocco. Okay, never, closest without go going over. over. Okay. Unless we're both over, then it's closest. Okay. 14. Okay. 15. <laughs> These are Price is Right rules. Yeah. Well, there were, according to the count I made on Wikipedia, 46 and a comedy duo. Damn it. So Steve wins it. Yes. Which means 15. my brother-in-law, Dave, does not win anything. Yeah, Dave's, I brought Dave back. Hi, Congrats, Dave. Dave. Hey, Dave. Hi. Way to go, Dave. You, you would have got Woodstock 99, right, Dave? You would have got that? Uh, no. Well, you know what? I was on Lollapalooza or Woodstock. Okay, honestly, gotcha. But I didn't know which one. I remember Woodstock being a complete, you know, bonkers chaos thing. Dave, how does the feeling of victory feel after all these months of knowing that you let one hang out there for me? Uh, you know, it, it smells sweet, Steve. I'm sitting back, having a libation in my victory. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's early. All right, fine. Hey, Congratulations, Dave. Congratulations. Bye, Dave. Bye, guys. See you soon. Right. Coming over for dinner. Never. Congratulations, Steve. All right, when we one come back, nothing. We got a, yeah, one nothing in our new Rocco era of the uh, Millennial X games. When we come back, the Facebook question today, what's something you always overthink? And you just wish you wouldn't, but you can't help yourself. We'll dig into that and wrap things up here. Maybe get into the uh, email bag as well. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve has our Facebook question for today. Yeah, what is something that you always overthink? Hmm. That you, I, I feel this way about so many online purchases. That oh, I just sure. get caught up in. I'm looking and I'm looking, and I, and you know, and I just kind of broke through this when I was looking for some fertilizers for some you know plants and trees, and I thought you know just forget it, just buy one. You don't have to compare it against every other one that is out there. Get one. Something is better than nothing. What is it? Perfect is the enemy of good. So just sure. get one. You know. So I got one. How about you, Donna? Uh, most things. 
you know, the purchases for sure. Yeah. Especially online ones, because I never know if they're going to be the way they look. Um, yeah, online can be tricky. You know, <laughs> sometimes show content, although you wouldn't be able to tell from today's yeah, which, show. Which day? <laughs> need to do an air check of that. Oh, man. Uh, what I'm going to wear to certain things. Really? Yes, Steve. Oh, yeah. You used to do that on, on Twin Cities Live. Oh, that is the worst when you have to co-host on a show that you're not, it's not part of your everyday activity, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's like, oh God, hair, makeup, is this going to look good on camera? Is this going to make it look like I don't have a body and only a head? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, all of it. Uh, here's something we got on Facebook. Brandy overthinks emails that she sends. Like, is the grammar correct? Oh, that's a good one. What's the tone of the email? Is that okay? She says, I'll reread them 18 times before I send them. Oh, Diane said what I said at a party. Mm -hmm. Callie says what I'm going to make for dinner all the days. And then I wait to see which one my kids will inevitably complain about it. Therese says, should I buy 12 triple rolls or 18 double rolls or maybe 24 double rolls, half sheet, two-ply paper products? (laughs) Tiffany says, Christmas, I get so worked up on buying gifts that I can't even enjoy the holiday. Mm. You got to be careful with that. Michelle said this question. Lots of people said money. Mm. Overthink money. Mm. Um. Uh, 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 Regina says how to talk to someone about a conflicting issue. My gut turns inside out. Let's call her Regina. <laughs> Maybe she's from Saskatchewan. What does yeah. that mean? There's I don't a, know what that means. There's a city in Saskatchewan called Regina. There is yeah. not. Yeah, maybe she was born there, Donna. <sighs> how about you open your heart to her? <laughs> Taylor says uh, that he overthinks... Amazing comebacks that I didn't think of in the moment. <laughs> like George Costanza. Oh, sure. Like it, when you're in the car on the way home and you're just yelling out all the things you should have said. Oh, man. Oh, that's a weird What a visual. journey. Donna, you're still just terrible in the car. Honest to goodness. What are you talking about? I you're don't even drive a, anywhere with you. No, you're just a lunatic. I talk to you on the phone sometimes, hands-free, in the car. And, man, you and Elizabeth Reese... Your worst selves behind it. There are bad people out there. And people who are riding your behind, they don't know if I have an infant in my car. She doesn't, by the way. You don't know that. You don't know me. Or or a little animal that you just brought home from the animal shelter. Like, don't harass people on the highways. You both need therapy on how you drive. (laughs) You should do it together. Maybe there's a discount. See if you could get a group on for road rage therapy. Both of you are so lovely. And then I've been in a car with her. I've been on the phone with you in the car. And boy, you'd think you pick all the wrong lanes and all the wrong highways every day of your life. <laughs> the animal within comes out. I'm worried about you. I do Donna. say bad words, and I'm sorry. I'm you trying to be the other better. day. I did. I don't. She was, was like, almost really. She said, "Fudge, fudge, fudge." Sorry, mm-hmm. but it, she actually just said the word "fudge." It is. Did I read it was National Fudge Day or something? No. Yes, it yeah. is. It is. There you go. I think yep. that fudge favorite is fudge not seen butterscotch 
enough. Yeah, I love a good fudge. We should have more fudge in places. <laughs> well, today's the day. Today's the day. Oh, my gosh. Maybe if you're out buying fudge, ask them if they have Christmas cookies. While you're there. Yep. Thank you to everyone on Twitter, because apparently uh, there have been responses aplenty. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is great. Uh, can we go to the mailbag? Uh, yeah, mailbag, mailtime, mailtime, fungible. Mail's here. Christmas cookies is the subject. This comes from Tony. Hi, Don and Steve. I heard Donna talking about Christmas cookies today, needing them for her family Christmas in June. Steve suggested Etsy, but there are a ton of cottage food producers in Minnesota. Minnesota law that allows peeps to sell baked goods from their house. I am one of those cottage food producers and a pastry chef, too, at a St. Paul restaurant. I would love to bake Donna up some Christmas cookies for her family celebration. Oh, that is so sweet. You should actually reach out to this person. They could solve the problem for you in an instant. Mm. Meet up at like a Radio Shack parking lot. (laughs) That sounds safe. Yeah, it'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Some other emails that are fun to read from days gone by. Brian Oman. Sends an email about fear. Donna, you mentioned that going up a ladder is scarier than going down. I would disagree. I use ladders often, and nothing is scarier than getting on a ladder and coming back down from a roof. I hate heights. Mm, Okay. Also, ADHD Steve. This from Carrie. I enjoy ADHD Steve. But I'm sure that as a coworker, he would be mildly irritating when you need a task done. Zip it, Carrie. And dare I say, Carrie said, and you saw this email yesterday, Don, and you did not announce it, which is hurtful. Carrie goes on to write, and dare I say, I enjoy tree talk. But don't worry, Donna, something new will fill his brain soon. What do you have to say for yourself? I'd like to know what that new thing is. Here, Rocco, let me just... Okay. All right. First yeah, of all, I was confused so, by tree talk. Go ahead. So Steve is trying to plant trees. I'm an amateur new, arborist. Yes, yeah. and it's just every day the a tree talk. And if he's not doing that, then he's doing a self-help uh, project. On, yeah, five a.m. challenge for thirty days. Yep. And if it's not okay. a five a.m. challenge, it's an meat. exercise. And if it's smoking not that, meat. it's smoking meat. And if mm-hmm. it's not smoking meat, uh, what was the last thing you were on before that? Reading guitar. Reading books. Oh uh, yeah. Um, exercise. He's a book reader, so yeah. um, ten-minute workouts. Yep. You know, and you would think, Rocco, that people would be more gracious, knowing this too shall pass. This is just, I'm like a mini-series. I am, my life is mayor of Easttown. I am one season and one season only. Trees are going to be gone. I'll never talk about them again. Murder, murder. <laughs> I'm going to go because I uh, need to stretch my lower back. That'll be tomorrow's topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into stretching. Colleen and Bradley are coming uh, in next. Thank you right. for listening. Thank you for the emails and the tweets, you guys. We love you. See you tomorrow. Good night.